Is one of them a squid? That's not well, very maximal. I, I don't know. Optimus oh, right, Lion. Okay, so depth charge <laughs> broke the, the max, the the mammal rule, or bird or rule, right? But there's a squid here. So fish can go on either side. If you're like a squid, you can join the maximals. If you're a shark, you can join the predacons. So there's no rules here. I don't so, know. So sea life are the, the the bisexuals of the Beast Wars world. Yeah, they can go either way. <laughs> they can go either way. Too much energy. Greetings, Lyos and Convoys. Welcome to episode 49 of Too Much Energon, the laser comb podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I'm your other host, Neo Cal. What is going on this week, the Cal of the Neo? Oh, dogs scratching my car. We've never had dogs... that happen before. With... Were were these dogs Maximals or Predacons? I thought they were Maximals. I I don't know yet. The maybe they were secretly Predacons. Maybe they were Maximal protoforms that had been reprogrammed using Predacon shell programs. That makes that makes sense. There we go. That's yeah. why they're mammals, right? Because uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Which was because apparently, like the the Predacons are all like reptiles and amphibians, and the Maximals are mammals and birds. That was something that never occurred to me until you pointed it out. Yeah, yeah, it was like season yeah, like somewhere yeah. in season one, you were like, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I can't believe I. Uh, I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. Well, Depth Charge kind of fucked that that up because he's a manta ray. Oh, right. Well, the less said about Depth Charge, the, the better. <laughs> the less said about Depth Charge, the better. Uh, I saw on YouTube today that uh, a, uh, a notable uh, Transformers YouTuber, uh, Prime versus Prime, I believe, is his channel name. Uh, he got his hands on a Voyager class War for Cybertron Kingdom Tigatron figure. Which hasn't even formally been announced. But, uh... How do we get these figures? <laughs> before they come out? Uh, I've, heard, I've heard stories, but, uh... Uh, some people say he buys stolen figures. I don't... I don't know enough or care enough to let's, actually let's look into it. Let's go with that. Fact. Yeah, let's go with that. 
Although Bad. he did, although I saw on his channel that he he apparently got invited to the by Hasbro to the set of uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. So maybe they just send him figures. That's that's probably it, yeah. realistically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of he's figures, living the, dr the Transformers dream. <laughs> speaking of figures, I got my War for Cybertron Kingdom Galvatron right here. Uh, if you're listening to this only in audio format, I'm holding a holding the the figure up to the camera. So go check out our oh, YouTube channel. I like his bling. <laughs> oh, uh, the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Is Behold. it on a chain? It is on a chain, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh if you remember uh in late in Transformers the movie when he goes to confront Unicron, he's actually like has it on a chain around his neck. Right. And he holds yeah. it up and he's like, "See this, the Matrix. I now possess that which you most fear." Um so no, Christopher, I, I can't remember movie. Like, I can't remember where you posted it, um, but you posted pictures of him transformed as well. Yeah. And that is probably the most interesting transition from his a robot form to disguise form that of any of the figures I've seen. Oh, besides that, like self-transforming optimist that costs like Five hundred dollars, or or whatever. Like, I think it's a he thousand, genuinely actually. looks like. Well, how much? I think it's a thousand. Oh, yeah, it was up there. Maybe a thousand <laughs> Canadian. Canadian, yeah. And but that, like, it doesn't even look the same. Other than the colors, it looks like an artillery, like a laser artillery, like which is what Galvatron changes into before he blasts Starscream into the next dimension. <laughs> In, Spoilers for straight into Beast Wars. <laughs> Before he blasts Starscream straight into Beast Wars. He I he shot him into the past. He killed him so hard. He shot him <laughs> millions of years into the past. Right? Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's like a space how like a futuristic howitzer, basically. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. he's really cool. His uh his, his alt mode is uh is pretty dope. It's one of my favorites of the the kingdom figures thus far. It's a yeah yeah, I agree. At least the uh the the kingdom uh the non Beast Wars kingdom figures. Y yeah yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not even that much of a fan of Galvatron, but that that figure, and I'm not even a figurine like collector, but that one in particular, I don't know why, but like, usually they transform into something that still has the same number of legs and arms, right? Like, yeah, it's fairly obvious how they transformed. He looks nothing like his like laser howitzer that he transforms into, so that impresses me. Speaking of figures, I uh, I was at EB Games yesterday and I ended up pre-ordering something. Oh, it's a uh, it is a minifigure of RoboCop that is a to tie into San Diego Comic Con 2021, and it is not just a minifigure of RoboCop; it is a minifigure of RoboCop from RoboCop Two specifically. Your favorite? 
It was $25. And th they actually asked me to, to pay for it in advance. Like they, <laughs> they don't do that with the Transformers, but they're like, oh, the, uh, the, the computer is saying it needs prepayment. And I'm like, oh, really? And I'm like, oh, I like reserve Transformers here all the time. It's never asked for that. He's like, yeah, I don't know. Like some things it does. I'm like, to be fair, if you guys bring it into the store and I don't pick it up, who the fuck else is going to buy it? Whereas <laughs> if you bring a Transformer into the store for me and I fuck off, like someone else is going to buy it. Like, undoubtedly. Yeah. But like, this is, this is a like random figure from a movie that came out in 1990 that most people <laughs> don't really like very much. I'm like one of the few defenders of that movie. What a weird thing to make a figure of in 2021. <laughs> yeah, the late 2010s and early 20s are all about like reliving like the 80s and 90s, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so strange to me. Why in 2021 are we getting a figure tie-in to a movie from 1990 that most people don't like? Not even like RoboCop, like the first one, original. Yeah, RoboCop, RoboCop two. two specifically. <laughs> two. <laughs> it's uh, it it's odd, but yeah. hey, I'm excited. Uh, that figure apparently comes out sometime next month. So, and I've already paid for it. <laughs> it's, good. Uh, good. 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 Uh, so this week on Too Much Energon, we are reviewing a movie for the first time ever. Uh, we are reviewing Special Super Lifeform Transformers, Lyo Convoy in Imminent Danger. It was originally released on uh, December 19th, 1998 in theaters. In theaters everywhere. In theaters everywhere. Uh, more so probably just Japan. Literally just Japan only. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, a little bit of a caveat for this. So, super or special super life form Transformers uh, was a three-part movie that was released theatrically in Japan on December 19, 1998, like I said. It was actually composed of three different segments. So the first one was called Clash, with an exclamation mark, Beast Warriors, which was a clip show of the first season of the North American Beast Wars show with new dialogue. Oh. To basically summarize the, uh, the, the plot of season one. For real? Huh. Yeah. Now, I didn't really think that was worth talking about because it's just like a clip show of season one of Beast Wars. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, part two is Lyo Convoy in Imminent Danger, which is what we're going to be talking about tonight. And the third part was called Beast Wars Metals, which is literally just the episode Bad Spark, the one that introduces Rampage. What a weird wait 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 like the the beast wars that we watch yeah it's just the episode that introduces rampage yeah 
so the with, only animated one is the second one. Yeah. What a what a very bizarre collection of uh, <laughs> of of uh, episodes. Yeah. They, huh. None of them have anything to do with one another narratively, and like. So wait, wait, wait. Going into this, I assumed there was already like a TV show or a movie explaining all this bullshit. What oh, you're telling the, me? No, no, there was. It was called uh, Beast Wars Two. Beast Wars Two. Okay. So there is something before this one. Yeah. That explains all of it. That's animated. Yeah. Okay. So. You can, anyone listening wants to watch this, you can find it for free on YouTube, but for some reason, um, Christopher had mentioned he thinks that it's a, like a translation error, but it's called Lyo Convoy's Critical Moment. Yeah. And if I you, was really, I was really, I was really confused about that, but. So I googled Lyle Convoy's Critical Moment. The only thing I could find with that name was basically stuff relating to this exact YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, every every everything else calls it Lyle Convoy in imminent danger. So I assume it's just a translation error because uh, this is clearly a fan sub. <laughs> All right, because. Uh, uh, oh, and uh, per the transform. Uh, tfwiki.net uh, as a promotional tie-in to this movie. Uh, any child brave enough to purchase a package of Beast Wars 2 sausages and survive eating them was awarded with a magic seal card containing information on characters appearing in the movie as well as a coupon discounting the price of admission. So Beast Wars yeah. 2 sausages were a thing that actually existed in Japan. And if any child was brave enough to purchase and consume them and survive, yeah, they got like a hollow, a hollow foil like info card and a coupon and a discount. Yeah, to go to see go the see movie in there. Yeah. Now, keep in mind the, 90s the very must have been wild in Japan. Keep in mind the very like tongue in cheek tone of the the Transformers wiki, but yeah, yeah but uh, but Beast Wars two sausages were uh, were an actual item that existed. Oh, I uh, want those so bad. <laughs> Twenty three year old sausages. No, I want I want to go back in time and and eat the Beast Wars sausages. Snap into a convoy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, we're just going to talk about this part because it's the only thing completely unrelated to what we've talked about before previously in the podcast. And uh, I don't know. We've had requests to do the, the, the Japanese Beast Wars cartoon, so... Here it is, listeners. This is probably the only <laughs> time we're going to cover it. But, ah, who knows? Certainly who knows? not. Certainly not. Uh, if we ever revisit the Japanese cartoon, it's certainly not going to be anytime soon. 
Uh, yeah, so do we want to get started with the episode? Uh, y- yes, sir. <laughs> Let's do it. So we open in space with a pirate ship. Uh, yes, a space we do. pirate ship shooting lasers at a bunch of bug transformers. Uh, y- is that what's they 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 kind of they look oh. like yeah yeah and one of them is like they're they're playing some like like matador sounding music or it's el mariachi oh. sounding music and it's got like a reed in it but it's like a a brass instrument like it's a trumpet yeah yeah this is very like like mexican sounding music yeah, and I'm like, and one of them like even has maracas that he's shaking. One of them has maracas, and one of them is playing like a a string guitar in space. In space. In space, and he's singing <laughs> like Costa Rica. Yes, and, I shouldn't um, have said. Like I a, shouldn't have said Mexican. I should have said Latin <laughs> specifically. Um. But um, yeah, one has like mariachis, and he's saying "muchachos," and I'm <laughs> when when he plays the maracas, he goes "chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom," <laughs> and indeed, some chick chicky boom happens. Yeah, so uh, they're they're musically do like having a grand old time in space, and then they attack back at the pirate ship. The so. Uh... And some uh, some other Transformers appear. These guys don't appear to be Beast Formers. They look like they turn into vehicles. Right? Am I? No. Yeah. I... Yeah. I don't fucking know. They're green. They... They, uh... They... They combine. They're... they're they combine like Devastator and turn into yep. God Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they they combine. So I I should have known going into this, but it caught me at by surprise that they combine. But Japanese loves combining robots. Yeah, and there there are lots like, of combiners in the the Transformers world, and and that's true. Like you said, um, you just mentioned one in Canada, uh, Devastator. Yeah, Devastator. Yeah. Um, so you should have saw saw it coming. And I like indeed, that he puts on a helmet after they merge. Like separately, he just has a helmet to put on. God Neptune. Yeah. Uh, later on, we're gonna see another combiner that I actually had the toy of when I was a kid. No shit. So I was like, so as soon as the the characters come on screen, I'm like, oh hey, it's them. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Ooh, the... the space bugs also combine. Yeah. And they Who are turn, the bad guys here? <laughs> they turn into triple Dacus. Yes. And then they fight. I have no <laughs> idea who the bad guys are. I Maybe in Space War, everyone is the bad guy. <laughs> Why does... Because they... we've got pirates, but... Are the pirates just attacking these poor people that are, like, playing... Like mariachi music in space. 
Well, regardless of who <laughs> who's attacking who and why and who's good or bad, maybe nobody's good and nobody's bad. A ship comes out of nowhere, huge, yeah, gigantic, and just hits them. Just plows through them, and that's the last we see of them. <laughs> yeah, completely fucking <laughs> ruins their day. <laughs> I don't know how they could have missed this thing, but it it yeah, it fucks their day up. Uh we don't get to see the outcome of that battle. We are uh, <laughs> they're not important to the story. And um, I would like to say it opens with the most exciting, per perplexing, and when I say that, like in, in a good way this time, um, <laughs> way. And I'm like, you know what? No, there, there's this like mariachi band, I like flamenco guitar player, and they're fighting space pirates and they're combining. It's great. Yeah. And now the next 20 to 30 minutes. Are painful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That don't get me wrong. Once things start happening at the end, it's great. But the the summary is that a child is cause for the drama. The whole movie. The whole movie. Lyo Jr., who is Lyo Convoy's son, correct? I'm not too clear yeah. about that, but we'll, we'll get there eventually. Okay. So speaking, speaking of Lyo Convoy, so after the, the big ship like ruins the, uh, the space pirates and bug mariachi dudes... After it completely fucking ruins their day, we we go down to a ship on a planet, not Planet Energon, apparently. This one is Planet Gaia. Ah, uh, yes. Much, very different. And we, we see some, uh, what appear to be Maximals on the bridge of this ship, and we are get our first shot, first glimpse of Lyo Convoy, or as I will refer to him for the rest of this podcast, Optimus Lion. Optimus Lion. Optimus Lion. And he he even there's even like a little like glimmer. Like a little glimmer and shine on him when when uh yeah. when we first see him. He's got and like then a we, sweet lion head, pul shoulder pauldron on like one arm. Yeah, Optimus yeah. Lion's a pretty badass looking character. I, I, I like his design. He he's designed well. Yeah. And then we get a very uh, uh a very painful uh, opening credit sequence with a song that uh, is apparently called Space Dreamer. And uh, whoever fan subbed this actually went through the effort of uh, subtitling the lyrics to the song, too. Uh -huh. I, I, I recommend actually watching and uh, and uh, seeing the experiencing the lyrics for yourself. <laughs> Let's go, space dreamer. Let's Bring go. It. Never Beast give Wars. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's a thing. So after all of that ends, we're on this uh the bridge of that big ass ship that like ruined Space Pirates Day. 
And uh, all the care, it's the Predacons. Uh, they're referred to as the, the Destrons, which in Japan, I guess, like the, the good guys are the Cybertrons and the bad guys are the Destrons. Yeah, so the like destroyed Destrons. So the Destrons are the Predacons and the Cybertrons are the Maximals. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to keep calling them the Maximals and Predacons. <laughs> yeah. And are they on this ship that landed or were they already on the planet? Uh they're they're on the ship that uh fucked up the the space pirate ship. So that big Warped in. So that's that's where the Predacons are. Okay. And we well, uh I, I think you're wrong because when they're on the bridge, the Predacons are saying that this spaceship will bring us us Destron's good fortune, and they talk about beating the Maximals there. Oh, okay. Well maybe I am wrong. I, I don't I <laughs> this movie's wacky, man. <laughs> I, so what I thought is that the ship that landed on the planet was abandoned. Oh, no, yeah, okay, yeah. It was a couple... Of, I've only watched it once. I had meant to Me actually <laughs> rewatch it again today, <laughs> uh, but I just uh, had to go grocery shopping and... You yeah, know, life stuff, yeah. Life <laughs> Me stuff. Me too. Uh. Um, uh, yeah, you you are correct, though. Um, okay. So the, the Predacons, uh, the leader of this band of Predacons is Galvatron. Yeah. Who is a, I think he's a very ugly looking character. So Person the leader here is Galvatron? Scheme, his color scheme is horrendous. The the leader of the Predacons here is Galvatron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what they call him. But, but it's not Galvatron. Well, I think much in the same way that in the real Beast Wars, uh, Megatron is called Megatron, but he's not the same Megatron. He took his namesake for destiny. So that's what's happening here. I, I assume so, yeah. It's not the oh, same okay. Galvatron. It's just a, it is another Galvatron. Not. So you don't like his very colorful colors? No. Um, I do like his head design. And he has this like always has this like shit eating grin with his like teeth clenched together and when he talks he never opens his teeth he just talks through his teeth like this <laughs> i didn't really notice that <laughs> yeah there's only one time he opens his mouth in the movie and that's I, so he can lean back and laugh <laughs> yeah it uh it cracked me up i actually i when i was watching it the other day i took a picture of it and sent and sent it to cal so I was just like, yeah. well. <laughs> and I was like, I know exactly what part of the movie that's from. It's when, well, we'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. So the, that big ass ship crashes, and then back on the the Maximals ship on. And it crashes uh, in like the Arctic biome. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The 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 taiga, the taiga biome. <laughs> um. So the Maximals pick up on this and uh, some fucking kid shows up who's apparently named Lyo Jr. And he's like... Fucking okay, so... 
I could was not when I watched this, I was not prepared for how many times I would hear the name Lyo Jr. in the span of 45 minutes. <laughs> they say Lyo Jr. Like you just Lyo Jr. <laughs> yeah. Lyo Convoy. Uh you you hear it a lot in this fucking movie. Like Yeah. Practically every line of dialogue, like if they're if they're in the scene, every line of just about every line of dialogue has Lyo Convoy or Lyo Jr. in it. One so the... <laughs> So basically Lyo Jr. I I don't know. Is he Lyo Convoy's son? I don't know. Is how does lineage even work uh, amongst I... Cybertronians? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We've and speculated we about that before, but uh, so Lyo Jr. basically looks like a like dollar store like knockoff version of Lyo Convoy. It reminds me of when you used to talk about like getting the dollar store versions of things, and uh, you mentioned one of the dollar store like name brands. Yeah, yeah, and we went on this big like spiel, like just making up like our own like. <laughs> Knockoff. Right. <laughs> uh, this is definitely dollar store version Lyo Convoy. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the gist in this scene is like Lyo Jr. like wants to go investigate this ship, and Optimus Lion is like, "No, you're just a kid," and he's like, and "No, everyone I'm not. else on the bridge agrees." He's like, like, no, I'm not. I can do this. This kind of mission's too much. You're a child. You should be in bed. <laughs> right? <laughs> that was such a fucking weird line. <laughs> and then someone else agrees, and they're like, yes, a, a boy, young boy, boy of your age should be sleeping. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and so that sets the tune for the entire goddamn movie. I kid you not. Is this whole movie revolves around the arc that Lyo Convoy, sorry, Lyo Jr. Yeah. wants to prove to everybody that he's an adult and everyone else does not treat him as an adult. This and is he actually, fucks shit up. Th this is actually a trope. Uh, oh, I know. And I and, hate it. And even, um, even the real Beast Wars cartoon, uh, like the episode Equal Measures with Cheetor and the uh, like Energon Relay, the the teleporter episode, uh, yeah, that that follows a similar plot. It it's not nearly as insufferable. Forty five minutes. <laughs> it's not nearly as insufferable, but like the basic. Oh, this gist is far more insufferable. <laughs> but like the basic gist of that episode was also that like. Uh, uh Cheetor is like the the young kid that uh thinks doesn't he can listen. do a, thinks he doesn't listen yeah. thinks he can do a thing and they're like they're like no you can't do it and he's like come on i can do it i i'm a grown up um and yeah. then and then he like goes off and does it anyway and then ends up fucking things up so the, same the very basic plot yeah so but in general, it's just a trope. It's something in common cartoons. in Japanese anime, I find. Yeah. This whole, like, all the adults telling a kid that 
like you know like he needs to wait to be an adult and he's not responsible enough and this isn't the kind of job for him and then there's kind of one person sympathetic all the time who says oh no like you you should let him go um in this case it's somebody named kid oh yeah uh tasmanian kid yeah what what a trans you can what a name for a transformer Tasmanian kid, K-I-D-D. And uh, he... <laughs> Lyo Jr. even asks Lyo Convoy, what, so you're also treating me like a child? And they don't want him to go. So Kid vouches for him and he says, hey, I'll look after him. Let, let him go on the mission. And so Optimus Lion is like, okay. You got it. Optimus. That's all it took. So now we bring in, you know, I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm going to wait a little bit before I rant. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. He'll wait. So, yeah, so somebody says like, hey, kid, you're 10 years too early to be looking after someone else. Is that like he's, he's too young to be a, a parent? Like, so Kid is also a young person. He's like the new cadet or something, right? That's the gist I kind of got watching it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because they're kind of like, oh, you're 10 years too early to be looking after someone else's kid. And I'm like, okay, so Kid is like 18, 19, 20 is, is the gist I'm, I'm getting from this. Yeah, and Lyo Jr. is like 9 or 10. Yeah. <laughs> The perfect age to be a little shit. <laughs> uh, Any, anyways, so so three of them, convoy. three of them go off. Uh, yeah, yeah, only three, huh? Yeah, yeah. Lyo Junior, uh, Tasmanian kid, and some elephant dude. So Apache, uh, I don't know what. The... <laughs> uh, One yeah, of named Apache. Is that the buffalo? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that I think that's the buffalo. See, these three here are uh, actually like, oh, there's four. Wait, there's also the the bird. Um, yeah, there's four of them go total. Right. So the bird, the elephant, and Lyo Junior are also combiners, and they combine into Magnaboss, which was a toy I actually had because that toy was released in North America. See, I, uh, I was pleasantly surprised that specifically those four uh, could combine. I was under the impression watching it that any of them could Because <laughs> later on when it happens, it just feels random to me that just a random group of four combine. But now that Christopher's mentioning it's the same four that are going out now, makes a little bit more sense. Interestingly enough, uh, the the character that is Lyo Junior in this in this uh, in this movie, the the toy of the the North American version uh, was named Prowl. Oh, okay. Which he's a lion. Makes sense. Yeah, and he, he he had a different head that didn't make him just look like have an Optimus head. Yeah. Okay. So in typical Beast Wars fashion, instead of everybody going to check out the very dangerous artifact, a spaceship, 
just a yeah. few, uh, just just a few of them go. So I was going to criticize it for that, and I still do. But that is very, that is very Beast Wars. Sending yeah. just like two, three, four people to go investigate something that the entire squad should probably go. One thing I will so say. <laughs> one thing I will say is I actually like the transformation animations, like how characters kind of just leap up and. It's pr it's pretty it's animated pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. agree with you on that. Yeah, I I actually like the animation in this movie. You can get away more with two D animation. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Beast Wars, um, they had to look like they're the toys, right? In this, they are completely unapologetic. They don't look like toys. They look like a real lion and a real mammoth and <laughs> like real animals. But in their robot modes, though, like I actually recognize a bunch of these characters. Like I recognized uh, the ones who turn into Magnaboss. One of the yeah. Predacons is clearly like Cybershark. Which I have a toy yes. of. It's clearly Cyber Shark, yeah. but like with I think it's its name is Hellstorm or something or Hellscream or something like that. Hellscream, Hellscream, yeah, yeah, yeah. You scream, um, I scream. We all scream for Hellscream. <laughs> uh, so they they find in this ship they find like some like kind of artifact that like I'm gonna blah blah this basically. Yeah. Like basically, it's some bullshit that can uh, summon any great transformer from any time and place in history, which is a weirdly specific thing to have just on this ship. <laughs> Very oddly specific, and uh, uh, it's abandoned though. It's abandoned. There's, there's no they can't get it to Mysterious. work because it's. It's missing, like, the control unit, I think it's called. And uh, then the Predacons show up. And a big battle goes down, and... Er, the battle animations are dope for anyone, like, listening. Like, it's... If you're okay yeah, with yeah. dated... <laughs> um, dated animation... Uh, it's not like it's bad animation, right? But the 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 plot revolving around Lyo Jr. being a little shit. Yeah. If you can stomach that, at least go check out some <laughs> some of this. Um, because they look cool. Yeah. They look cool. They transform cool. The battles are cool. And apart from the first few minutes, the last like chunk, the last like 10, 15 minutes. Oh yes, <laughs> it is. It is interesting. So Lyo Junior gets uh, impulsive and decides that he's going to go like recover this control unit uh, off by himself. Yep. Predacons show up. Big battle ensues. Uh, Optimus Lion shows up to save the day. And when he transforms, he actually gets a like Dragon Ball Z style like power up like transformation yeah. sequence. <laughs> it's pretty fucking rad. No, I, yeah, it's cool. So him and like the veterans show up. It's like him and a baboon and a bison, and they all look pissed, and they're all big and lumbery, and they come in to save the day, right? I think the bison was also a toy that was released in North America, and I think its name was Baboom. Baboom? 
Ba boom. Yeah. Was that the the bison or the baboon? No, the the bison. Perplexing. Because <laughs> there's also a baboon here. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, yeah, that's a good memory. Um, I had so a lot of Beast Wars toys when I was a kid. All the Mac, all the Cybertron, Trons, Cy all the what are the good guys called? Maximals. The Maximals show up, and so it brings me to that age-old Beast Wars complaint. Why didn't they all just go in the first place? Oh no, you were right. Uh, the the baboon is baboom. It it only makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Apache. Apache's the bison, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was he a toy in North America? There's a frog who's a Predacon? Yeah. Oh, no, wait. No, Apache is... Apache is Baboom. Apache is the the is the baboon. Oh, so, who the fuck is the other guy then? So, anyways, bison <laughs> guy and baboon guy show up <laughs> with lion with Optimus Lion. Yeah, and uh, th and they... there's like a painful sequence with um, Lion Dad talking to Lion kid and he's like lecturing him about responsibility and stuff yeah. but Lyo Jr. is saying using this we can release the teleport gate and then we can defeat the Destrons easily right? Yeah. You know that Lyo don't you? And it's like very Japanese anime dialogue. Yeah so for I found, anybody I not found this part to... insufferable. And it's long isn't it? It's very long. It's it's a scene that is way, way longer than it needs to be. So listeners, or if you're if you're watching us on YouTube, I do watch anime. I am a fan of some pretty bad anime. I do not watch anime, listeners. Save for this, a couple of movies that I like. This is worse than anything they've ever seen. <laughs> There is like five. There's probably ten whole minutes of this movie talking down of adults, talking down to Lyo Jr. and him being like rebellious and like prove wanting to prove himself, but then fucking up and making mistakes. Yeah. And the yeah. dialogue back and forth being like, Why did you do this? Oh, like, okay, so they lecture Kit. Um, Lyo Jr. for what is he even is it? Oh, trying to get this device, right? Yeah. And Kid got gravely injured during the fight. Right, right. And I so he said, Well, isn't it that. worth trying to get this artifact, Dad? And he's all like, You want to open the gate so much, would you want to open it even if it meant kid dies? Well, you can't so, make an omelet without cracking a few eggs. And he says, shouldn't your comrades be your first priority? Lyle Convoy, why didn't your whole squad go? If that... 
this contradicts itself more times than an entire season of Beast Wars. <laughs> if if you're okay with dialogue <laughs> contradicting dialogue that was said 10 seconds earlier, which is also a Beast Wars trend, <laughs> but if you're okay with that happening way more often and you don't want anything to make sense and you want, like... Japanese dads to sternly talk to their children for 10 minutes. This is the this is the movie for you. <laughs> so bank cam and holy lord that scene is long. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Lyo Jr. like gets mad and fucks off and and they they have a shuttle that goes back and forth between the ship and kid is plugged into some life support energon tubes. Yeah, like he's he almost died. I point this out because mysteriously, we'll we'll get there. We'll we'll get okay. there. Okay, okay. <laughs> I so sorry, uh, Predacon base, <laughs> Predacon base, and uh, uh, the Predacons know that Lyo Junior has this uh, this control device. And uh, because Galvatron has his own crystal ball, which shows <laughs> on the monitor what certain Maximals are running off doing on their own. So kudos for giving Galvatron a magic crystal ball as well. Yeah, so Galvatron basically is like, basically like, ho oh, ho, I can manipulate this kid. So they lectured Lyle Jr., but then they didn't take the control unit from him. He just ran yeah, off. He just ran off. And nobody followed him. I I can't, man. I <laughs> nobody followed him. So they just let him. Indeed, a Lyo convoy says, "No, no, let him go." What? So he's a kid, and he can't be left alone when there's a mission. But when the enemies know that he has an ancient alien artifact, he can be let alone left alone. I I can't land. Yeah, Sorry, the, go on. When the, when the enemy can just, you know, attack at random at any time. They could be lurking anywhere. And indeed, <laughs> they come up from the you fucking... were just fighting them five minutes ago. And indeed, they come up from the fucking ground. Apparently Galvatron turns into a drill. Because he drills he? up, he drills up through the ground. <laughs> he drills up through the ground, like right in front of Lyo Junior, and then transforms to robot form. So apparently, Galvatron in this show is just a fucking drill. Well, Gal, on the show, he's a tank, but his attachment on the front can change. So he's sometimes it's a so gun, he does, sometimes it's a drill. So he doesn't turn into a beast then. Mm. No. Weird. That is weird. <laughs> Maybe there's Never some kind of... The first time we watched it, folks. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, I like that he yells in English, transform. To go yeah. into his robot mode. I mean, So what I, do they do? They pull the all, hey, like, we want to protect you. You can join us. Like, yeah. we're, we're not bad. And what is he? He bullshits um, Kid Lion. 
What's the bullshit? What's the lie he tells him again? Uh oh. Oh, that uh that they, the artifact, the, the artifact, the, the ship, like the the artifact, is actually a weapon, and they didn't know that it was a weapon or something, and then they accidentally set it off. So they need the control unit because they want to save, actually want to save Planet Gaia. So they they need the control unit to deactivate it. Yeah, and they're basically like, "Come on, Lyo Junior, like your maximal friends, like." They don't take you seriously. Come and join us. We actually want to help. We'll take you seriously. And Lyo uh -huh. Jr. Lyo Jr. has has this like very, very cliched, like, oh, like back and forth, like, oh, should I? No, I shouldn't. He, but should I? And Galvatron even takes a knee and he's like, we we feel ter really terrible. We're we're opposed to the Cybertrons, but like we want to save the planet. And the camera cuts to the rest of the Predacons and they all look sad. Like they're all pretending to be sad, which I found interesting. Yeah, and he takes a knee and he tries to like be like the cool uncle. Yeah. And he's like, we'll protect you, man. Like you can be one of us. And then um, yeah, Ly it... Lyo Jr. is like, really? And Galvatron's like, would we lie to you? <laughs> and out of the out of the fucking woods, a half dead Tasmanian kid lurches <laughs> just out himself. of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. He was on the ship, by the way, in critical condition. Yeah. Passed out. Nobody's with him. And he tries yep. to appeal to Lyo Jr. And Lyo Jr. basically is like, well, if I prevent uh, the planet from exploding, I'll surely gain the respect of Optimus Lion and my other two Magnaboss buddies. Guy Warp and... Oh. Santon. Oh, okay, yeah, Santon. Right, you yeah. had them. Um, Lyo well, Convoy and Warp. I, I was just looking at the subtitle on the video. They had Santin different... They, kid. They they had different names in North America. They were like oh right. I think they were like like Lyo Lyo Junior was Prowl. Yeah, one of them was Silverbolt. Not that Silverbolt, but one of them was called Silver. I think the bird was uh, called Silverbolt, and I can't remember what the elephant's name was. Ollie. <laughs> yeah, uh, it goes real interest. Babar. <laughs> Babar. <laughs> and so he just he turns his back to um Tasmanian kid. Um Galvatron shoots some fucking missiles at him, he jumps out of the way, and away they go. And yeah, then Galvatron's and like, Thanks. Well, now that you're joining us, can you give me the artifact? And he hands it over, and they immediately just like thwap him on the back of the yeah, head, like, knock him down to the ground. And he's just like, no, you tricked me. And Galvatron's just like, of course, you fucking idiot. Yeah, he's like, a Gigastorm, search the energy wavelength. We need to summon Megatron in the memory bank. Because again, this artifact, as Christopher Siege just pointed out, summons powerful historical transformers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he's like, hey, you lied to me. And Galvatron's like, 
Of course I did, you idiot. <laughs> oh, Galvatron's voice in this. Uh, he kind of sounds like this. Nani? <laughs> like, he... Leo, Leo Convoy. Uh, he, he has that gravelly, like, villain Japanese anime voice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Lyo Jr. is thrown in jail and back at uh, the Maximals ship. Um, they're basically all shit talking, Lyo Jr. and Tasmanian. <laughs> they <kid>. really are. <laughs> Tasmanian. Like for kid. five minutes, they are shit talking this kid. <laughs> and Tasmanian kid's like trying to. Uh, is like trying to stick up for him. And they're like, hey, you don't have to do that, man. None of us like him anyway. That's that's what's happening here. That's literally when he gets back. He'll have to face punishment, just like any of us would, for being a traitor. And I'm like, the dialogue in this. (laughs) (laughs) And again, that the whole time, kid is like, "Hey, don't blame him too much. Hey, he's like, you you know, like he he's good natured. Like you give him a chance." Yeah. Stop, stop and, sticking up for him. He almost got you killed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The very Japanese thing where a kid is like, no, but I understand how Lyo Jr. feels. Why is it in anime adults act like children's feelings are so foreign? Like, I, I, I remember I, what I felt like when I was 10, 12, 15, 16, 17. I was stupid. Yeah. Right? And I was wrong. But when you're a kid, the first time you experience certain emotions, it's the most intense. Yeah. It's, it's the first time. First time like you your, fall in it's love. Like your first, I was going to say your first love. Like, I think back yeah. to, like, relationships when I was a teenager, and they felt like the most, like, earth-shattering fucking things, even if it was like, oh, we dated for, like, three months. I'm and now my in first hi- girlfriend was three months. Yeah. And now in hindsight, it's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, that that's embarrassing. But you went through it. So it, it stands to reason that you should show some understanding when a kid that you know goes through it. Yeah, totally. None of these guys seem to have ever <laughs> we were born 50-year-old men in <laughs> their Transformers bodies. <sighs> It's like, no, no, he's a good kid, I swears. I swears. <laughs> he's gonna I I I too wanted to grow up to be a beast warrior who is trusted by everyone. He's just in, in too much of a hurry. Too you don't much get trusted of a hurry. Too much of a hurry. You don't get trusted by joining the enemy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I just want to be trusted and believed in. I will do that by betraying all of my friends. I That's literally the line of thinking that this fucking lion kid does. Cheetor <laughs> <laughs> uh, would ever do that. Cheetor's bad boy streak was like standing in a corner being like, <laughs> I'll show them. But he like gave up on that in like two episodes. <laughs> Yeah. It didn't go anywhere. Um 
so anyway, at, <laughs> so at the Predacon base, uh, uh, they Predacon, activate that thing. Yeah, they activate the, the alien ship. Yeah, it's the, got tentacles. Or, sorry, not the Predacon base. The the alien ship. One of the Predacons is like is like uh, Galvatron. I've locked on to Megatron's whatever, and it's a shark. He's a shark guy. <laughs> It's like, excellent, bring him through. And so they activate the device, but something that is not Megatron comes through. And indeed, Lyo Jr. notices this from his prison cell and is like, that's not Megatron. It's definitely not Megatron. So what this device is, listeners, is three things detach from the ship. They form the Bermuda Triangle in the air. And then a magical, like, oily sheen, like, warp gate appears. And this giant, like, hand monster robot creature chunks through. Not Megatron. <laughs> no version not of Megatron. Megatron. And, Very uh, big. Uh, one of the Predacons says to Hellscream, like... Find out who who the hell that thing is, and <laughs> Hellscream like does some does some science and is like it's Majin Zarek. Majin Zarek, yeah. As if we're supposed to know. And Galvatron's like Majin Zarek, you say? Majin Zarek, you say? <laughs> Majin <laughs> Zarek. <laughs> As if we're supposed to know who the fuck that is. And so I was curious. (laughs) So so I I was curious about this. So I decided to investigate on the uh, the Transformers wiki. Okay. This is the first first and to date only appearance of this character. But in this movie, they're acting like this is this like legendary like figure to be feared. So I'm okay with that because it's not like when we when we get glimpses of the cybertron wars and the beast wars and all that there's all this history established that we don't actually ever get to see on screen so presumably there were tons of war heroes that died during the original wars way way back when right that we never hear about maybe right so but, I, I'm okay with this guy being super cool, but us having canonically never ever seen him. I, I'm fine with that, but the movie is kind of acting like we should know what this is. See, I assumed there was some Japanese Beast Wars TV show in which it was a stat established. Exactly. That- but it isn't. I, that, that's okay. my point. It's like the, that's where I take issue. Is the mo- this movie is acting like we should just know that we just know who this what this thing is? I we, you should man. It's Majin Zarek. <laughs> <laughs> it's Maj, It's Majin Zarek, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. So Majin is just um, the Japanese word for Jin, by the way, which it it's literally means uh, magic person. Or magic being. And the reason I know this is because I'm watching Dragon Ball Z. Okay. And there's a, there's a foe called Majin Buu. So, so Majin is like their word for genie. Or magical. Okay. 
So yeah, this thing. So it's magical, uh, Zarek. <laughs> this thing lands on the ground and like, kind of like, because it comes down and basically like a morph ball, but then it like yeah. uncoils and like goes into its full body form. This thing looks shockingly like a diamond weapon from Final Fantasy VII. So it wasn't just me. <laughs> <laughs> like, almost shamelessly so. Like, this straight up just looks like diamond weapon from Final Fantasy VII. The color scheme is different, but, like, the shape of the thing. Like, look up a picture of diamond weapon. Diamond weapon or emerald weapon. Uh, in memory, I was like, oh, yeah, I can see this, but I'm Googling it now. Man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You recolor a, a few, not even all the parts of it, because this thing's mostly gray. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> this looks exactly like a recolored, barely recolored, like, diamond weapon. Good, yeah. good eye. <laughs> Uh, and this only came out like a like a little over a year after Final Fantasy VII, so yeah, it's it's shamelessly inspired. <laughs> yeah. So there's a pirate. There's there's like a a ship, as in like a, a wooden sailboat, right? With, yeah. What? Man, I am dumb. I don't know anything about trains or ships. <laughs> Steering wheel. <laughs> Steering wheel. Yeah, a ship wheel. And like a wooden one with all the different prongs. And Galvatron is now piloting Majin Zarek. Correct? Isn't it, isn't it called a helm? I'm looking it up. Ye ship's wheel? Yeah, yeah. Uh, helm, uh, a tiller or wheel, and any associated equipment for steering a boat. So yeah, it's a helm. Yeah. Wow, cool. I just found a a the pedestal, the spokes are the inside things, and the handles are on the outside. But the part between the handles, the circular part, is called the fellow. Hmm. Today I learned. <laughs> <laughs> Are those yeah. Destron guys attacking? I ah. just just what the subtitle was on where I'm paused on the video. Oh, where the yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. he flies diamond weapon. It's 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 needlessly complex. It has a very complex form. Everyone apparently I, can transform it, into an aircraft carrier. So he's in the Arctic, right? And he yeah. flies off. The, oh, he straight up transforms into a fucking aircraft carrier. It's an aircraft carrier. He lands and it's got like a big spike on the front and it's it is actually an aircraft carrier. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Maximals yep. are like trying to figure out what what this thing is and uh Op Optimus Lion uh is like, well shit, that's that's Majin Zarek. So he knows. I know up. that face anywhere. Those blasted and... Destrons summoned a terrible monster. 
It's a monster, but we can't avoid fighting it. Everyone move out. Right. Fair. Take the battle to it before it comes to the base. So all the uh, all the Predacons are chilling on it, and all the Destrons are chilling on it. Yeah, I find it weird that the like weird, like cybernetic, like dino Predacon uh, calls another one of the Predacons older brother. All Does the he time. call Galvatron that? Maybe he, I don't he know. turns back and yells at Galvatron, "Big brother or older brother." And he he referred to someone as older brother earlier in the uh, yeah. in the movie. Maybe we're missing something, yeah. Oni-chan. <laughs> um, so he says, oh, look out, we're going to hit land. And Galvatron's like, this baby's all terrain. And indeed a it Indeed they do. It also has tank treads or something. So now there's an aircraft carrier going across the land. Yep. Pretty sick. <laughs> Lyo Jr. breaks out of his cell. Oh my god. So if if anyone's watching or listening to this and you had to guess how he breaks out of his cell. He bends the bars. He just gets angry and bends the bars and then squeezes through. Yeah. Yep. That's, Anyways, that's that, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect writing. Flawless writing. <laughs> the, the the Predacons uh, pick up on this immediately, so a like cyber raptor looking guy who is a I've seen this figure before. It was a retool of the original uh, uh, Beast Wars Dinobot. He, it's ac- it's actually really badass looking. I've seen the figure before. It's actually really badass looking. He, uh, instead of a whirly thing that he just holds, it's his arm. It's yeah. the whirly copter. Yeah. Right? Like a Mega Man arm. And it shoots missiles. He he do, he is kind of like a, 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 a different but also badass Dinobot. Yeah. And he yeah, shoots I, missiles at Kid Lion. Yeah, and there's also like a a wasp dude. Grasshopper, like a, maybe. Or I, 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 no, the grasshopper is a good guy, or is that a bad? The bad guys. The. I, I, anyways, I apparently some of them can launch. Some of them can launch attacks, energy blasts, and stuff. In even beast mode, when they, yeah, yeah I, I was noticing that. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, Hawkman shows up, and uh, I I don't know what his name is, so. He, Oh, Skywarp, right. So, so, Hawk, so Hawkman shows up and uh, uh, saves Lyo Jr. from uh, uh, Grasshopper and fake Dinobots. <laughs> uh, you're muted right now. Discount Dinobot. <laughs> discount Dinobot, there you go. Discount Waspinator, discount Dinobot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, and um, his buddies show up, Elephant Man and uh, Skywarp, and they're like, hey, we never abandon an ally. Yeah, we're here for you. And they're re- being really positive. So Kid's speech earlier must have really vamped them up. I, I, I actually like... Guys, 
I, I actually find this bit kind of funny because Lyo Jr. says to Hawkman, he's like, oh, you came. And he, Hawkman's like, uh, we'll never abandon you, Lyo Jr., right? And Elephant Man is like down like on the cliff below and transforms and like raises a thumb and is like, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I like that. I like the, the corny parts. <laughs> and he's uh, like, hey, you guys have to trust me. There's a place we really need to go. And the others are like, uh, well, I don't know, man. And he's all like, no, you have to trust me. In that amount of time, couldn't he just told them his plan? But yeah. instead they go, okay, we blindly trust you. And they follow him away from the battle back towards the alien ship. Right. And so or they Ly agree to it. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh Lyo Jr. is like, okay, let's combine, which forgot to mention earlier, that was a thing. He was like, he was like, I really want to combine with you guys. And they're like, no, we don't trust you. That was literally the line when the um the Destrons attacked them at the alien ship, and it was just the four of them. Yeah. He, the line was something like, I really want to combine with you guys. And they were like, oh, I don't think so, kid. We don't trust you. And so... And it's like... Wh what? You're, you guys... You can only combine all four together. Wouldn't that be great timing? Uh, it's just the three of them. Oh, sorry. Right. The three of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tasmanian kid was just the, the fourth wheel. He's the... Yeah, he's the, the backup. He's the support. Yeah. So they combine and, and become Magna Boss. And so what I find weird about this is it's like, okay, so we have this uh, uh, this team that can combine into this big, like, powerful robot. Right. Why the fuck is the dipshit 10-year-old the one in charge when they... Because as Magna Boss, yeah. Wait, yeah, like, when they combine, like... Why is the dipshit ten-year-old the one running the show when they're Magna Magna Boss in their because combined form? It's not like they're all talking. It's him that, yeah. that's talking, right? Yeah. Because when he after he transforms and he says, "Wisdom, courage, and the love for our comrades," I am Magna Boss or something. Yeah. Um, the three of us is one. So does does he identify as Magna Boss, and it's all three of them? as one being, and it just sounds like Lyo Jr., or is it actually Lyo Jr. who's in charge? I get the impression it's Lyo Jr. that's in charge, because, like, it's, even the voice aside, like, he still kind of behaves like Lyo Jr. Right. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Why would the dipshit 10-year-old be in charge of this combo, this combination? Yeah. <laughs> So something very funny, very, very funny happens. So Magna Boss, the, the mighty, powerful Magna Boss. I think they even say in dialogue that like Magna Boss is like powerful and mighty. And yeah. immediately right after they combine, one of the Predacons fucking shoots Magna Boss in the chest. Severely Dino injuring him. Dino Missile. Immediately, immediately after immediately. they transformed and hits them right in the chest. <laughs> immediately. So, and 
he spends the rest of the movie like limping, like with his hand over his chest. The wound. Clenching the wound. It's like, you're not that. It's like you were fucking mighty. The mighty Magnaboss. Like. And a normal dude, not even like a combo. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Like. uh, Yeah. Fucking Destron. Just shot a missile at you. But earlier, when they were chasing you as a lion, they shot at you with missiles like eight times. Yeah. So is Magnaboss <laughs> just. Magnaboss ain't shit. Magnaboss ain't shit. Uh, so. He's just a bigger target. Basically. So they limp over to the alien ship. Yeah, they limp over to the alien ship. They try to, uh, uh, they try to to summon a legendary transformer of their own, and the ship's low think, on energy. Yeah, doesn't have doesn't have enough power, not enough energon. So, Magnaboss decides to hook up some jumper cables to himself and uh, give the ship some juice. I yeah yeah, and it hurts him. Yep. Yeah, he gives the ship some of his own energon, folks. And he screams in pain at this selfless act. I might actually... The, like, the, the, the face that he makes while that's going on, I might actually make that the, the art for this episode. <laughs> yeah, 29, like, 45 or something. Yeah, about there. There we go, 20, 2950. He's like screaming. <laughs> yeah. Now the thing is, there, this ship was gigantic, is right, right? Like huge, too yeah. big. And you're too telling much me ship. that Magna Boss can spare some of his juice to power up a space and time device. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Skeptical. So the the Bermuda anyway, tri- we are back on the aircraft carrier that is on land. <laughs> well, just before that, the the Bermuda Triangle uh, actually shoots down something, and uh, we get to see the back of Gary Primal. We do. Just a brief glimpse, just yeah. enough to make us go, "Is it? Oh, who could that be? Could that be Gary Primal?" Could it? The chalk man himself? <laughs> the chalk and man. Then we cut back to the uh, the aircraft carrier on land, and they, just like, um, there's like a, a, a pulley system that, on aircraft carriers where they don't actually accelerate of their own power. They're kind of like attached to this giant mechanism that goes underneath the runway that accelerates them um to so that they're fast enough they can they can take off from the ship and they do that to the shark guy yeah and um he takes off this thing launches him they acting like you know it's all uh hell scream yeah yeah yeah. and he goes and i'm off and they launch him and um he kind of has this very happy anime face and he laughs to himself and he's like, I always wanted to do that. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. 
Dare to dream, and buddy. Dare to dream. Then we're greeted with a lion, a buffalo, and a frog charging the aircraft carrier. And I'm like, yeah. what are you what are you guys doing? What's your plan here, guys? Yeah, because well, they, they get to jump in the air and dramatically transform. Is what, <laughs> is what they get to do. Yeah, I like you how know, uh, I'm just wondering. All of the uh, the Destrons leave the the aircraft carrier, which, by the way, has tons of guns on it that fire on their own accord. Why would they leave Majin Zarek and fight them on the ground, where they have a disadvantage? Whatever. Who could say? And there's a wolf, Destron, who decides to um, play a game of chicken with the buffalo, Cybertron, um, Cytron, Citron, Maximal. Maximal. Um, That's like Rat Trap trying to take on, like, Rhinox. I don't know what that guy was thinking. Because they charge at each other. And then the buffalo just smashes the wolf aside. I think the buffalo's name might be Bighorn. Okay. Yeah. Well, the frog just, just gets to yell. just popped into my head. The frog, the frog literally shoots bubbles. He yells diver soap. And he shoots bubbles. Um, Soapy bubbles. Hellscream what a doesn't weird seem attack. Hellscream doesn't seem to care. He just swims through it, even though he's flying. And the buffalo yells horn thunder and electrocutes him. Now, as anybody knows, right, if anybody has watched Pokemon, if you get something wet and then do an electricity attack, it's effective. That's how Ash got his first badge. So what happened is the frog guy used diver soap to get Hellscream wet. And then the buffalo used a thunder attack. So it was super effective. Well, I don't make shit. the rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it works, yeah. okay? That's <laughs> so. There's a bunch of attacks. Um, they're all fighting. I thought I saw a fighter jet for a second there. Probably, maybe, yeah. Uh, but basically, all of the Predacons retreat, but they don't retreat back to the giant ship Majin Zarek. They like leave the battlefield. And Galvatron's like, I'm surrounded by a useless bunch. And I'm like, yeah, cu- kind of. Why, why aren't they retreating back onto Majin Zarek? Yeah, the uh, the big, like, indestructible, like, fortress. The indestructible, like, fortress that has guns all over it, right? No, it's just Galvatron piloting this mofo alone. I like... Um... Optimus Lion. I like how uh, when he transforms into robot mode, he has like part of his mane becomes like Wolverine type claws on his arms. Pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I like the design of Lyo Convoy. Um, There's one Predacon that's still on the the outside of uh, Majin Zarek, and it's like the Dino Dino guy, the T Rex guy, the Sut. Oh, okay, yeah. Not the Cyber Raptor, the uh, the the other Dino. Yeah, dino and man. he yells, Oni-chan, forgive me! Um, because um, Optimus Primal like uppercuts him into the into the sky. 
And in typical uh, anime fashion, there's like a little twinkle as if he was like, became a star. <laughs> so Galvatron is like, fuck you, Optimus Lion. I will show you Martian Zarek's true power. <laughs> and he spins the wheel and Majin Zarek transforms back into di uh, Diamond Weapon. Yep. And he certainly does. Yeah, and he uh, shoots off some like a huge blast. He fires his like Omega laser or whatever and uh, fucks shit up. The Maximals get blown away. Yeah, it's like a giant beam that comes out of the center and annihilates huge chunk of the, the planet. It, it digs a trough into the planet. Yeah. And there's, uh, where, there's one part. This is where... Um, is this where he laughs? No. There's one part where Galvatron like throws his head back and opens his... Yeah. Around uh, 33 three minutes exactly he yells his head back and he opens his mouth and he has a hearty laugh that's a good um that's a good thumbnail too <laughs> that's the still that christopher sent me yeah that's his power that's the end of the cybertrons and then he gets a fucking email <laughs> <laughs> on the monitor <laughs> like actually like a 19 like 95 like like email pops up like on on like the blue background like everything and he yeah. turns his head and he reads it out loud and the email says you think you won but we won't be defeated oh, come shit. to point b2 so we can settle things once and for all and then a dash convoy convoy can't they radio each other Well, and then after he read the email from him, Galvatron asks himself, was he able to escape from the cannon's attack? I I guess. How dare he? How dare, <laughs> how dare you continue to live? How, how I, dare you not die like I want you to? <laughs> how dare you not die? And so Optimus Lion is buried under some rubble and uh, a voice tells him uh, to stand up because he can still fight. And Optimus yep. Lion goes on some like vision quest in space. Literally, yeah. Literally, vision quest in space. And then uh, Gary Primal shows up to, uh, to, to tell him that he has been summoned here uh, from a distant... Box. By Magnabots, uh from a distant time and space to to help him out with their their problem defeat defeat Majin Zarek. and he's like, "You've raised a subordinate who cares about his comrades so much." And I'm like, "This is so heavy-handed. How like the kid doesn't do does one little thing and it undoes all the bad, right? Yeah. Like where this guy's like he's." He's your your best soldier. Oh, you should praise him so much and definitely treat him like an adult. And I'm like, this is so heavy-handed. Yeah, it's... Uh... Trying to be Studio Ghibli, but bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Because, like, Studio Ghibli is always about, like, adults who underestimate the power of children. Yeah. That, that's the gist of this movie, except Studio Ghibli does it much better. <laughs> I've actually only seen it, uh, a handful of Studio Ghibli films. Uh, controversial opinion. Hot take. Not really a fan. Well, if you don't like family movies... Yeah, <laughs> right? I like, I did enjoy My Neighbor Totoro more than I expected to. I oh, really? Say. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it in like a decade, so I should. Neither have it. I. I watched. Uh, My ex wife made me watch it. <laughs> uh, I watched Ponyo recently. Um, mm. Man, I, I as I've gotten older, I'm more and more okay with family movies. Hmm. Like, I could probably go back and watch, like, The Santa Claus. Oh, I watch that every Christmas. I own it on Blu-ray. <laughs> there you go, right? And, and enjoy that, that kind of show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, so, it's one of a handful of movies uh, that I make a point of watching every single Christmas. That and Christmas oh, Vacation. I, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, so th those have grown on me, me now. I... As I've gotten older, I'm okay with family stuff. So Studio Ghibli movies, I I appreciate more as I get older. Oh, um, even if you're not a fan of family movies, um, Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind, very good, I think. Mm. It's it's different. It's good. I like it. Uh, so what's going on in this vision quest, Siege? Oh, um, yeah, sorry. Well, I, um... I already said, yeah, uh, Gary Primal is just like, yeah, I was summoned here by Magna Boss to help you. He poured Let's his own energy. He sacrificed part of his energy to, you You should give him a medal. Yeah. Let's, let, let's fight together for Pete to defend peace in the universe. And they shake hands. Yeah. And like energy explodes from, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then he awakens. And he's in the real world again. Yeah, and his Maximals are like gathered around and Tasmanian Kid is there and they're like, Kid, what are you doing here? And Kid's like, well, I, I, I can't uh, resist like joining a battle or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> whatever. He is injured. Whatever. He's here now. Whatever. And Gary Primal is here too. And they call it, just call him Convoy. So yeah, I'm like... Which was Convoy was the name of the original Optimus Prime in G1. So I'm like, in this universe, is our our boy Gary Primal is he supposed to be the Optimus Prime in Japanese Transformers fiction? Well, Optimus Primal is named after Optimus. Yeah. So. Wait. Yeah, you're right. Because G1 Optimus Prime was Convoy. Yeah. But they just call him... Okay. But they just call this one Convoy. Does... Do they acknowledge any G1 stuff in this Japanese Beast Wars? I have no earthly idea. <laughs> so if they don't... Then he would be OG Opti Convoy. 
if this is in a standalone universe where they don't really acknowledge G1. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Gary Primal himself is here. <laughs> the the name of uh uh of the frog and squid transformers are scuba and diver. I appreciate it. <laughs> scuba and diver. Not scuba diver, scuba and diver. I yep. wonder if air combiner is too. Scuba must be the squid and diver must be the frog. Yeah. Or vice because versa. He used, Who knows? He used diver soap, the frog. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that makes That's sense. That's my logic. It's, um the it's reveal good enough for of, me. The, <laughs> the reveal of Gary Primal is pretty badass. He's like up on a like heroic like status he's there's a sunset behind him and he's like posing yeah on this mountaintop and he does this flourish and like jumps off and does a flip and lands in front of everybody it's that great. could also that could also be good episode art that that's pretty dope <laughs> the silhouette of him with just like his arms crossed yeah Convoy. Yeah, he's like, hey, Majin Zarek is a bitch. He's formidable, but we can do it if we team up. We will lure him to section B2, um, where his numbers count for nothing. Or something. Or some shit. Basically, they're luring him to an area where there's lots of debris and rocky crags, and he won't be able to maneuver fine. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Magnaboss is like, I'll join the battle too. And they're like, no, you aren't at full power. You can't handle it. And we get this same bullshit again. again. Tasmanian kid, kid is like, come on, Lyle Convoy, let him help. And he's like, okay, but you two have to stick together. And it's like, do. Did did we need to revisit that again in this movie? It's like I, the fourth, fifth time. <laughs> I guess it's bringing things full circle. I. So the so Magnabus says thank you, Insectrons. Yeah. What, what was that? It briefly shows the Insectrons scouting. Are. Are they a, a neutral party? Like, I, what the I, fuck are the Insectrons? They're only I, on screen for 10 seconds, and then they never appear before or after that again. You know, kind of like the uh, the El, El Mariachi uh, bug transformers and, and the, the pirates? space pirates. <laughs> never had yeah. nothing at all to do with the, the plot of the rest of this movie. I, so yeah, Magnaboss is like radioing the Insectrons and he's like, oh, where are the whereabouts and blah, blah, blah. And they report back and they're all insects. Um, hey, Magnaboss, Majin Zarek is heading for the uh, point B2 as planned. I Thanks. <laughs> I guess Magnaboss is friends with the Insectrons. They don't want to fight though. Um, yeah, so we're in section 2B. Or not 2B. 
there's a bunch of like bro there's a broken there's a bunch of broken debris around and I think I got ahead Galvatron's, of you. Galvatron's here to fight. And we get a side by side shoulder to shoulder shot of um Lyo Convoy and Optimus Primal, like shoulder to shoulder. Up on their like shuttle. Mm. Yeah, I'm and Galvatron uh, immediately recognizes him. Oh, okay, yeah. Damn it all. Yep. The convoy who called me here was that convoy. So I came all this way here to defeat you. And I'm like, how does he how did he catch up on what's going on so fast? Wouldn't he be like, holy shit, wh where am I? I oh, he's actually back. he's actually in this bit here too. He's yelling with uh without like grinning his teeth. Like his mouth actually opens as he's yelling. Oh. Yeah. Is he? Oh, you're right. It's a side yeah. shot. Yeah, he yells, then I'll get rid of the two of you together. Yeah. Good good catch. And this is really weird. So this giant Majin Zarek, which is like a tank, but it's an aircraft carrier, it's charging towards them. And the injured Magnaboss decides to play chicken with it by himself. But Tasmanian Kid has his hand on Magnaboss's shoulder and says, don't worry, my power will flow into you so you can be close to your full power. Okay. That's only anime logic. <laughs> And much to my surprise, it's not like Optimus, like uh, like like Lion, Optimus Lion, or Convoy that catch and play chicken with Majin Zarek. Magnaboss single-handedly stops this thing, grabs it by the front of the blade, lifts it off the ground, and hurls it onto its side. Yes, that 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 is a thing I, that happens. That that is a thing that happens. And luckily, that dinosaur that we saw that keeps calling Galvatron older brother Oni Chan, yeah. um, he transforms into a, a hover drone, and he saved him. And he said, "Just in the nick of time, huh, older brother?" And he says, don't think this is the end, Cybertrons, and they just leave. Is it just me, or does he give up as easily as, like, season one Megatron on Beast Wars gives <laughs> up? You know how he, like, the slightest thing goes wrong, and he's like, Predacons, retreat! I, I don't understand why, because he can still transform into Diamond Weapon. Yeah. Which indeed he does. Which indeed he does. And it is revealed that the whole time this has been happening, Majin Zarek is quite capable of acting and thinking on his own. Yeah. So the real foe is Majin Zarek, not Galvatron. Yeah. 
And indeed, apparently Galvatron isn't even controlling him anymore. One of the Maximals makes a point of mentioning that. Yeah, he's alive and he wasn't anything that anyone can control, even from the start. And we get to see its true form. It has a spooky evil head with with three eyes. Yeah. And uh, at around, uh, and I appreciated this, at around like 40, 41 minutes or so, uh, uh, Gary Primal teaches uh, Optimus Lion the old maximal maneuver. Because the two of them end up hiding behind a rock together. <laughs> oh, did... So yeah, there, there's a battle. Magnaboss tries throwing his beam at him. It, it literally does nothing. Yeah. And then... Magnaboss gets scorched a little bit. And then now, only now, everybody starts firing on Majin Zarek. And whereabouts is the maximal maneuver? Let me find it. Oh. He could summon lightning? So Majin Zarek is summoning lightning. And it is fucking up the entire battlefield. Oh, that's cool. Okay, this is cool. Them fighting this guy? Oh? Yeah, it's a good fight scene. Okay, so they're not hiding behind a rock specifically, but they are hiding behind a wall. Like a little... I I say that, yeah, one of the debris from the old ships that crashed here or something. I I, I think... It counts as... It counts, (laughs) goddammit. So, yeah, Gary Primal is teaching... Um, the uh, the Cybertrons to what the maximal maneuver is to hide yeah. behind things. Yeah. Um, the more like rocks, the better. And indeed, later, um, it proves that these rock that rocks are better because I'm pretty sure Majin Zarek has like X-ray vision or thermal yeah. vision, and he sees through the metal like debris that they're hiding behind. Yeah. And uh, Gary Primal and Optimus Lion are like, we need the power of friendship. And so they like grab each other arm in arm and charge up. It's pretty uh, hype, actually. (laughs) It is pretty hype, yeah. And so... uh, I I kind of love this. uh, Gary Primal becomes Burning Convoy and Optimus Lion like starts glowing gold. And they go to beast mode and... Uh, in true Gary Primal fashion, uh, he is riding, he, he rides another creature while he's in Beast yeah, Mode. Yeah, so, so Flash, Lyo Convoy, and Burning Convoy Yeah, is what they, they call themselves, and they're both glowing, like, like Super Saiyan, like, and the gorilla is glowing red, and the lion's glowing yellow, and the gorilla is riding the lion, and they they do a bunch of maneuvers and they go, they run up some debris to go fight him. I, all I wanted was a gorilla to ride a lion in this movie. <laughs> and they delivered that so well. I can ignore the 30 minutes <laughs> of Lyo Jr. being a shit lord because of how great this is. And it, they don't like deliver an energy attack, they leap through the Not air. Yet. Not yet. They will. Not yet. They leap through the air. They run up his arm. And, and, opti- 
Optimus Primal like leaps off of Lyo Convoy and straight in beast mode and straight up punches uh, Majin Zarek's like third eye. The green eye of the slit. Which, pretty fucking badass just to punch a giant uh, way giant transformer. So the couple that were back at base, they sent a couple to go back at base to do more detailed scans to find the weakness. Of Majin Zarek. And to it was the squid... attack its weak point for massive damage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, it's the two aquatic ones. It's like um, scuba, scuba and diver. diver. Scuba diver. And they report back recently before all of this hey, guys, his eye is his like central nervous system um, and it connects all of his like functions. So even if you don't destroy it, you can cripple his full effectiveness if you attack it, which is why they're punching him in the eye. Very video game boss stuff. Yeah. I, I like and, that they, after this, they go into robot mode and actually like go arm in arm with one another and fly up into the sky. <laughs> they, they boost off into the air, they're arm in arm together and their chests, very different designs, but they, yeah. they both open up in different ways. Double Matrix Blast. Double Matrix Blast. Blue and and red energy like swirls it. What a joy. The joy of friendship. So such anime. Wow. Yeah. Quite literally, they uh they they defeat uh Bajin Zarek with a energy blast from the power of friendship. They didn't even need to punch him in the eye because this thing seems to be falling apart from this double matrix blast. But indeed, as if they are ballroom dancing, they clasp hands. I'm not even fucking shitting you. They clasp (laughs) hands, like, together, side by side, with their arm around each other. Their hands clasp. And dual punch. A dual punch. There's something very romantic about this. Yeah. A little bit more than just bromance. Yeah. <laughs> and they go, uh, double friendship a punch. And they <laughs> they smash through his eye all the way through his head, blowing his head up. Yeah. And indeed, all of him. It's like a nuke. He he gone. He dead. Yeah. He dead. D-E-D. Dead. He dead. And there's a badass like victory of them like standing together after that true so true romance (laughs) so anime it is very and uh yeah optimus primal's like i think my work here is done in the aftermath outside the alien ship yep i love lyo jr he's like don't go stay with us forever I like that uh, that Gary Primal is like, no, I have to return to planet Energonia. And I'm like, that that practically canonizes planet Energon in my mind. (laughs) Yeah, we've been saying that forever. Yeah. (laughs) Confirmed, planet Energon, or Energonia, if you will. Yeah, could... Confirmed. You heard it here, folks. Uh, Earth is indeed planet Energon. And indeed, he says, no, um, I have no place here. But 
you have the strongest thing out of all. And he leans down and he puts his hand on Lyle Jr.'s chest and he's like, right here. No, that uh, that's a trope oh. I expected to happen. No. <laughs> he says, Lyle Jr., above everyone else, you know what's important the most. Really? So the, the kid who's just been fucking up everything up like literally right. joined the enemy and fucked everything up yeah but he knows best um at 4310 if you pause it there's a great shot of optimus primal smiling <laughs> yeah i i saw it yeah yeah and he says hey lyo convoy all you have to do is believe in your men but he did believe in lyo jr multiple times and it bit him in the ass yep whatever it's believing believe in kids and and they'll impress you or something and there's actually a scene where con lyo convoys like eye lens things are kind of glistening as if his eyes are watery yeah after optimus primal speech good job anime <laughs> i love it <laughs> It's yes. at 43-ish, 19. So, uh, so Gary Primal's got to go back to Planet Energon, and yep. apparently because of some, like, time displacement bullshit, like, if they keep the gate open, that it's going to... It's going to create more problems. So they got to destroy it after he leaves. So he some leaves... Some sort of universe-ending stuff, right? Like a time... Time and space distortion. Yeah. So he leaves, they shoot it, destroy the gate it's gone the end yep that's it uh over the credits of this movie i do kind of i find it kind of cute that like there are pictures of transformers that are clearly drawn by little kids uh, yeah I, I like that uh, yeah that 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 made me made me smile like that that I, I like that a lot that's cute. Oh, so, they're, they're drawings of the different different uh, Transformers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Including Gary Primal himself. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Oh, somebody did Inferno. <laughs> nice. That is a great Inferno. <laughs> uh, so that was... Uh... Uh, uh, special Lyo super life <laughs> Beast Wars special super life form transformers part two Lyo convoy in imminent danger. Uh, here on Too Much Energon, we rate episodes of Beast Wars and well, whatever we're talking about. Uh, on the Too Much Energon scale, ranges from not enough Energon to a sufficient amount of Energon, to too much Energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Uh, Cal, what are you rating Lyo Convoy in imminent danger? This is really hard. <laughs> like, I can't tell if I hate this or love it. <laughs> I know, I'm kind of the same way. Because, like, the good parts are so good. But the bulk of the, 
the 30 minute chunk that makes up the middle of the movie is kind of unbearable. Well, and keep in mind that this is like 45 ish minutes or so. It feels like it feels like it was a 22 minute episode. That it was stretched out. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying oh, is I, it, I know it feels what you mean. Like, it feels like it was it should have been a 22 minute episode that was stretched out to 45 minutes if you cut out all the bullshit like parental nagging of leo junior and him being a little shit yeah i think it could have been 22 minutes yeah totally cut out all the just instead of the whole like back and forth and leo junior being a shit right just yeah. have the predacons win that little battle and activate the ship bada bing bada boom Majin Zarek, 20 minutes. He's transformed. Big fucking deal. (laughs) (laughs) Diamond fucking weapon. Big fucking deal. Okay. Because of the. I I fully agree. And it would have been better if it was 22 minutes. It would have been, yeah. It's a sufficient amount of energon for me. Okay. If it wasn't for the very bad trope. And the entire plot revolving around this kid being a, a brat. Yeah. It's like a Cheetor episode, but the worst parts of the Cheetor episode. Right. <laughs> right. But the good parts are so good. <laughs> the beginning, the first five minutes, the last like 10 minutes. So it com- combine those two and it's a sufficient amount of energy on for me. Unless you can convince me otherwise. <laughs> this is hard. This is hard to rate, man. My, much like you were saying, like I, I don't know if I love this or if I hate it. When I watched it the first time, I was getting ready to slam this. I was like, I hate this, Christopher. I hate this. <laughs> I, but then I, I watched the last 10 minutes and I was like, I or do I love it? I <laughs> um I act I actually had a lot of fun watching this. I'm not gonna lie. But that's the like, thing, it's fun. Like there's so many parts of it that are just completely insufferable, but like I don't know. I had fun. Um I'm gonna give it a low too much energon. Just it, for that. It win- it wins the too much energon. It does. It just barely. And it and, is fun. So I'm gonna say it would have scored higher on the too much energon scale if not for one thing. Optimus Primal. I not knew voiced by Gary Chalk. What I the knew fuck? you were gonna bring that up. Like what the fuck? Gary literally, literally only Gary Chalk can voice Optimus Primal. That's the rules. Yeah. That that's that, Beast Wars. I don't make the rules. No, no one else. I like, don't make the rules. I don't know if Gary Chalk can speak Japanese or not, but uh, if not, they they should have flown him over to Japan and given him lessons in Japanese and cast him in this movie. The fact yeah. that they didn't is a fucking crime. A travesty. It's it's horrible. And you know what? I. I I am so angry about this. I have decided to start a change.org petition 
for whoever the fuck made this 23 years ago to go to fly Gary Chalk over to Japan, teach him Japanese, re-record all of Gary Primal's dialogue in this movie as voiced by the one and only Gary Primal, Gary Primal, and then re-release it theatrically. With a, I would pay money to go see that. With a disclaimer at the beginning offering an apology to Beast Wars fans for ever casting anyone but Gary Chalk as the voice of Optimus Primal in anything. The, the fact this has gone unnoticed for like 20 plus years. I, I know, like it, it, it completely... It's baffling to me. Like it's been 23 years. How like how how is no one how is no one noticed this? How how are how are people even okay with it originally? Right? Like we we have to do something. So uh there's a a change.org petition that uh that I've that I'm gonna be setting up. Uh the link will be in the description for this video. And I encourage all of you to please go and sign it so we can write this wrong. Please. Please. For Gary. For for the fans. And for the fans. Yeah. Uh so that has been episode 49 of Too Much Energon. Uh, if you want to support the show, best way to do that is wherever you're listening to this. Uh, give it a like, give it a subscribe, give it a five-star rating, anything. Uh, we have a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, at the $5 tier, you get uh, exclusive preamble audio literally hours every week uh for this and other shows that we do where we kind of just like shoot the shit uh ten dollars and up you get that and you also get uh our weekly news show called laser comb tonight where we talk about uh interesting weird and dumb <laughs> news stories uh we're actually going to be adding something to that tier pretty soon which uh So last week on Too Much Energon, I, I should have brought this up earlier, but last week on Too Much Energon, uh, we covered the first uh, five issues of the 2021 IDW Beast Wars comic book. Yes, uh, sir. Yeah, they, it, it was a listener request that we cover it. So we're like, you know what? We'll give the people what they want. Um. We got a comment on that video. We actually got a couple, but we got a comment on that video uh, from the writer of the comic. Uh, we did. Eric, Eric Burnham. Uh, he says, I had some rules to follow for the first six. Sorry, you were perplexed. I had some rules to follow for the first six. Sorry, you were perplexed. Well, I accept your apology. <laughs> and I appreciate I, I appreciate your you actually listening and, and commenting on it. I, I I appreciate that you had rules to follow. I understand that yeah. and also accept your apology. Uh. 
Uh, so uh, we we are very aware that there's always production production controlling how certain things are right right written. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially with movies or comics or that kind of thing. So when you have like 30 like cliff notes and it's like, Hey, this has to happen. These are these guys' personalities because it's leading up and we want to make it different. We get that. You, yeah. you got to do, you got to work with what you, you you're yeah. given. Yeah. And, we, and, we totally, we totally get that. And for the record, like all joking aside, I don't, I, I don't set out to like completely just like, tear down like someone's work like creative work that they've done uh no that's that's living that's a great great career yeah and and to be fair i think uh, well i did rip the art work to shit last week but i think i was actually a lot kinder to the writing of the book i i think the worst that i said about the like i complained about some bizarre choice narrative choices made in the story and the characterizations being kind of weird you you ripped the you didn't like the the different characters that we understood we're like yeah they're okay they're yeah their characters are like different right what well, whatever um yeah. you ripped the the artwork to shit i yeah. had a little bit more to say about the writing i talked about wasted page space Right. right, you only have twenty-two pages and that kind of thing. I, I stand by that criticism, but you can't churn out episodes. Not every episode of Beast Wars is good. You can't. Churn not out every episode anything. of this show is good. Absolutely not. <laughs> Most of them, probably, but not everything's going to be like perfect. And I think, like overall, I, I'm not even sure if we did we did we rate it. Can't quite remember. We did. We we gave it, yeah, we gave it a sufficient amount of energy on. Yeah. Um, and for different reasons. Christopher's yeah. sufficient amount of energy on was, was different than like mine, right? I was fine with the art. He he did he was not. <laughs> but yeah. and that's the thing. Like it doesn't mean that it's not good, right? Like some people don't like the original Blade Runner, and they're allowed to think that. Some people think that Blade Runner 2049 is better than the original. And <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm necessarily right. That's that's just our opinions. But when it comes down to it, right, we're not like like writing or doing art for like comics is like you, you did it. That's that's the ultimate awesome like kind of nerd job. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Right. And to to um to the the writer's credit, it started like really picking up near near the end uh, as it deviated from this the standard storyline is when Christopher really started liking it. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, like uh, Mister uh, Mister Burnham, uh, you get to write Beast Wars shit while we talk shit about Beast Wars. <laughs> So, so uh, you, you win in that regards. <laughs> yep. Uh, speaking of the Beast Wars comic and uh, bringing it back to the, the Patreon talk. So uh, we are going to continue, at least for the next little while, we are going to continue covering the comic book 
in a special Too Much Energon spinoff series called Too Much Galavar, which is going to be a Patreon-exclusive show. Uh, it'll be on a monthly basis, like, pending, like, the comic actually coming out. They're probably going to be, like, anywhere from, like, 15 to 25-minute episodes. And they'll be available at the $10 and up uh, Patreon tier. $25, you get all of that stuff. You get a monthly commentary track where uh, a whole bunch of us like watch a infamously bad movie and just like laugh about it. Uh, you also get a t-shirt. You get the ability to uh, uh, pitch uh, shows to talk about. And uh, I also do this show called Cartoons at Night. And I am also formally announcing here that if you're a $25 patron and you have a animated series that you would like to be on that podcast with me about, you can pick the show and you can be on the, like, you can pick the show that we talk about and you can be on the podcast with me. Or that's pretty cool. Or both of us. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, twenty five. I still have a show I want to want to cover with you. You do. <laughs> um, that's cool. Yeah, that was actually a, uh, a reward that was suggested by my partner. So, and I'm like, no, that's actually a great that's, idea. That's pretty cool. So yeah, if you want to uh, uh, co-host uh, cartoons at night and pick the show that we talk about, then. $25. You uh, can be, but you can have a follower viewership of 12 people too. <laughs> <laughs> At the low price of $25. Uh, Twitter. Twitter. Find me, find me on Twitter at lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Uh, Cal, you are at Neo underscore Cal. Neo underscore Cal with a K. With a K. Uh, we will be back next week with episode 50 of Too Much Energon. 50. Can't believe it. We, we actually made it here. Uh, episode wow. 50. Episode 50, we're uh, providing everything comes together. We're going to have a guest or two on that episode. Uh, we're going to be talking in kind of broad strokes about War for Cybertron Kingdom because that'll be dropping on Netflix that day. So mm -hmm. we're going to try and watch at least a, a little bit of it and give our initial impressions. And then we're just going to kind of see where the conversation takes us. It's kind of a hangout episode. It's, it's almost one year to the day from when we recorded the first episode of Too Much Energon. So it's a it's a celebratory episode. So yeah. keep an eye out for that. Next week, Too Much Energon number 50. And then we will finally be announcing the future plans for this podcast. Spoilers, I, I have a schedule mapped out for many, many more episodes. So we're we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Good. And good. Um, I don't really have anything else to say, so I think we're going to get out of here. I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I'm NeoCal. And until next week, 
Lyo Jr. Ma Majin Zarek smash. <laughs> Transform. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Beast Wars!